Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Aquaman's Jason Momoa says Aquaman 2 can't move forward as he protests major Hawaii construction, some big time Batman casting rumors, and we are joined by the director of Hush, Justin Copeland, today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies, and now. Here's Popcorn Talks, DC Movie News. And there we go. And you're almost yeah! there. Yeah! There it is. There we go. Oh, you'll get it eventually. Yeah, the super friends. We're doing a whole thing. We got a whole thing. Form of. Oh no! Don't get us well, no, no. When it's just the two of us, we're the Wonder Twins, and yeah. Roxy can can never remember how the Wonder Twin powers work. No, no, no. But we're we're like a little Green Lantern Corps or a squad. What's up? Welcome everyone. Welcome to DC Movie News. What an exciting day! We are, as I said before, joined by Justin Copeland, the director of the newly released. Yes. Hush, uh, I guess, uh, out this week on yep. Blu-ray. Yep. It's out there on digital. You can rent it. If you are a subscriber to DC Universe, it's going to be out there next week. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but but you can't see the Sergeant Rock thing unless you get the Blu-ray, that's, right? Uh-huh. That's why I, I am a physical media dude. I didn't so do you have Rock's, the physical media yet? I do. I bought it there Tuesday. Oh, okay. And I was, talking, I was talking to Justin right before this. I was like, spoilers are out for this because it's been out for yeah. like It was yes. Comic-Con. I didn't want to see it then because I was like, I, I don't want to... That environment you see on the screen is kind of like the, the lighting, people talking, getting up and walking. I want to be at home. And then it came out like a week ago in digital and it was like, oh, they changed this. I was like, no, I don't want to see this. Yeah. So when I saw it Tuesday night, I was like, oh, oh, wow. All the spoilers, so I, I love that. That's but, right, yeah, Mikey. Rock. Stick it to the man. I didn't know that Sergeant Rock was on there, because I knew you were bringing those back. Well, we have but, uh, lots of questions we'll talk about for that. Justin. And if you're joining us live right now, please uh, think of some questions you might have for Justin. If he's kind enough, maybe he'll answer them. Um, uh, you know, be nice. Be respectful, guys. If I'm kind enough. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> like, he has a nice dude. He came all the way from a meeting on the west side, which you're not from California. He yes. may have just came here from space. <laughs> yes. Uh, this time of day... That is a trek. Uh, and we are going to get into some serious hush talk in the second half of the episode, but Justin is cool enough to join us and uh, give some opinions on some of the news as yeah. well, so thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, first, let's uh, talk about something that kind of dropped yesterday. Jason Momoa um, is uh, pretty pissed off about some construction that's happening on a major uh, historical site in Hawaii. I guess there's a large telescope being built there. I know... That's what that was. Yes. I was like, I couldn't tell what it was that they were building, but telescope, wow. Yes. So, he, in a tweet, sort of invoked Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't know that Warner Brothers wanted to be dragged into this necessarily, but he kind of said, hey, Warner Brothers, we can't move forward on Aquaman 2 until we get this taken care of. So, uh, I guess I want to ask you guys, what do you think... Uh, a, of, of his protest, uh, if you know about it, and B, what do you think? Do you think that there is actually any chance that this could uh, affect Aquaman 2 production? 
Uh, Rox, let's let you go. Ladies first. Uh, by the way, just uh, for any first-time listeners, Roxy Stryer here, Mike Kalinowski. Oh, yeah, right yeah, there, everybody. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, I got excited, guys. Uh, okay, I know, I know you're excited. You're here. Uh, I don't know. I can never tell with him what his tone is. Yeah. Well, like, he feels like a jokester to me, but he also has incredible passions about things, and I, I, I can never really tell with him what, what to what extent something will go. Well, the um, the actual Instagram post was yeah. a little something like this. Pride of Gypsies uh, is his post. F this. And uh, TMT, I don't know what that is, four times bigger. Sorry, Warner Brothers, we can't shoot Aquaman 2 because Jason got run over by a bulldozer trying to stop the desecration of his native land. This is not happening. We are not letting you do this anymore. Enough is enough. Go somewhere else. Um, repost. This is what telescope construction looks like. Subaru Telescope, 1992. I guess this. I, so I guess this this uh, poster right 92. here is from 92. <laughs> so this is not the the poster that's up there. The picture, rather, is uh, of what he doesn't want to happen oh, to his yeah, land. It's, it's very similar, right? Yeah. Uh, and this I, this uh, will be four times larger. We must protect the sacred mountain from further desecration. Uh, Kukia Mauna. We are Mauna Kia. Uh, Good pronunciation. Yeah, yeah that was great, well done, buddy. I, I I don't know. Like when I see this, I picture like. Being that who he is and who he's Aquaman, and he's coming, you know, to it reminds me of in was a Kingdom Come where Hawkman was like in charge of uh, there was deforestation happening, and the kind of his real life took over. He's like, I see Aquaman, I was like, I want him coming out of the water with that suit on, stopping these things, you know. It's like he's kind of like what Chris Evans does politically now, exactly, he's like exactly. he's becoming his character, and I, I love I, it. I, I, mean, I feel like for him, though, he's always been he's a jokester, he plays around on his uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, yeah, exactly. But when it comes to his people, you know, he's yeah. a little more serious, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because New Zealand is Hawaii, you know, he kind of raises more of a flag. And I think yeah. right now he's using kinda his like voice. Kind of like The Rock does that yeah, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's using his voice, you know, like, how long are our people going to be ignored, you know? So I don't think that it's going to have anything to do with Aquaman. Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I don't either because Aquaman 2, obviously we know James Wan is shooting another movie before that. Yeah. And, and, and he doesn't say... I'm not shooting Aquaman too. He right. creates a hypothetical <laughs> yeah. wherein he was run over. Right. Basically, what he's really talking about is is his commitment to stopping this construction. It's all, it's all like blue screen anyway, right? He's only going to shoot for two weeks. And then... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's going to chain himself to a, a, a tractor or something. He'll, he's going to waste away. But as uh, long as there's no more uh, beard gate or whatever it was that people were obsessing over when he shaved. Oh my oh, god! Nice. Yeah, people are pretty obsessed with whatever Jason Arnold does. He looks like he's 17 when he shaves. So <laughs> it's weird. Oh, don't that say that because I still body think he's cute. Stuff. So oh, don't, yeah, he's don't, very don't throw out that number. Just give me 18. Say 18. Okay. Makes it less weird. He looks like he's 18. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. All right. Fine. Still creepy, Roxy. Yeah, I know. Adam, what else? <laughs> um. Okay. So. So we, uh, of course, have uh, um, uh, uh, Warner Brothers hot, possibly hot, on a new Batgirl director. We know Joss Whedon was for a while attached to a Batgirl story, and he kind of backed out of it, saying he kind of couldn't crack it. Maybe he just didn't think that um, a dude was the right guy for directing it or mm-hmm. his story, and then Christina Hodgson came in to come up with a script for it. Uh, and she has apparently turned into script. This is, of course, the uh, the writer of the Bumblebee movie, uh, and also did she work on uh, her, uh, um, uh, Birds of Prey? Is that her, her as well? I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah. she did. Yeah, right. 
So she's very much up and coming in the Warner Brothers scriptwriting world. So it, there's rumors now that they're looking for a Batgirl director because they are happy with the script and they want to move forward with more of their uh, female-led uh, character films. Uh, now, no directors have been named here, uh, but what do you what do you guys think of this? Did, did you think that this is going to put one, uh, Batgirl kind of on the fast track, like following the Matt Reeves Batman movie? Well, uh, Justin, you were saying before Batgirl's one of your favorites. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit later because it's going to tie into Hush. Uh, so what, what, what are your thoughts? What are you, I, I'm wanting to see a Batgirl. What, like, how are you? Hell yeah. Oh, there we go. Equivalently, <laughs> yes. I think that she's a very interesting character, you mm-hmm. know, just in terms of her upbringing, being that close to so many power sources in the Batman universe. Yeah. But she's this sort of silent character until she makes herself not silent, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually. So I think it's a... I'm amazed, you know. I, I think having a movie for her would be great. It's something yeah. I was trying to push for in the animated space <laughs> for years. What story did you want to tell? Uh, I want to do No Man's Land. I think that would be great. Oh, I'm not like the Kane character. That'd be great. Know? But they're like, no, we don't want to do that. So. Uh, you did famously get to use Batgirl in the Killing Joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there are some reactions to that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then you um, you put a bullet in her. So how is she going to have her own movie, man? Well, I didn't do it, but okay. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be fine. You yeah. do things like that yeah. all the time. We can get around it. Uh, I I think that this has always been an interesting property because we talked about the Flash a lot with the turnovers, but we don't talk about Batgirl as much because it wasn't as far into production. Obviously, the the Joss Whedon stuff is strange because he has helmed a lot of female driven projects, including yeah. Buffy, which is one of the biggest of all time, with uh, one of the most kick butt women at the center of it. But remember, there was also stuff going on in his personal life at the time that people were uh, a little concerned about with mm-hmm. his treatment of women and specifically the women closest to him in his life and so they didn't know that's if they right. wanted him yeah. to helm this project so that's what was going on then now I feel like there's so many different people out there that really could take on this project. Am I saying yeah. that a woman director isn't best for the job? No, but am I saying that she is? It depends on who it is. I right. don't mind if it's a man, I don't mind if it's a woman, I don't mind who if the, I don't mind whatever this person looks like. If you're a massive Batgirl fan and you think that you are the right one for the job, I want to see what your pitch is and I want you to be uh, eligible for it. I just posed it to the chat by the way in case you guys don't know Friday 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Popcorn Talks YouTube. You can join us live and actually give us your thoughts in here. So I'm going to make sure we get some comments on who could possibly direct this if you guys were it's not fan casting it's fan direct casting what would you call that fan fan dream 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 team dream team if you put together (laughs) your dream team who would you have direct a batgirl movie uh interested to see a lot of people are saying who batgirl would be stegman says zoe deutsch ivan soto says yvonne strahovski who uh, i believe is the one from handmaid's tale and also was on mm. dexter prior to that I, I think if that's who it is uh i know she was on chuck was she uh-huh what about the uh the the woman from uh killing zoe do you mean Killing Eve? Oh, Killing Eve, sorry. <laughs> Killing Zoe is like a way uh, older film uh, from like uh, the 90s. I was going to say... Um, Quentin Tarantino uh, produced... Uh, are you talking about Sandra O? No. The, uh, the other girl. Oh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't watch... The one who plays the assassin. She's amazing. I'm sure she's going to be oh, in some big Thunder project God now. says Olivia Wilde. Uh, maybe, so I don't know whether Thundergod yeah, Thunder yeah. might be talking about directing because Olivia oh, Wilde, yes, of yes, course, this year did Booksmart, which yes. was excellent. She would be an excellent choice depending on her knowledge of the DC <laughs> universe. Thank you, Ryan. Jody Comer? Uh, Comer? 
Ivan says Killing Zoe, a spinoff, LOL. Yes. Brandon says Edgar Wright. What do you guys think about that option? I think it would be great. We still have never got Edgar Wright's superhero movie. I would yeah. love to see what he would do with something like that. Um, now, another question people were asking is, do you think if they do a Batgirl film, will it tie into the Matt Reeves Batman or the um, the Momoa Wonder Woman films or yet another side pocket universe like we have with the upcoming they Joker like film? To, to tie them together. Yeah. That's how you yeah. make the most impact. You know, tie all the stories together and then when the big giant movie comes out, everybody, you know, have an audience tied in already. So This is an interesting Okay. I'm sorry, no, sweetie, Interesting ahead. suggestion going back to the chat. Sorry, senior nerd said Michelle McCullen spelling. Uh, I think he means Michelle McLaren, McLaren. who is the who remember was supposed to take over Wonder Woman because of creative differences. It ended up being mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins, but we could get Michelle McLaren, who's worked on some major major TV shows. I think Game of Thrones, uh, Breaking Bad. She was up for I think the second Thor too. She was. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that was. That, that was Patty, Patty. but, then, that but was then, Patty. then she came in there. Yeah, it was, was talking like a, a little while at the time. Interesting. Jodie yeah. Comer is the girl from yeah. Killing Eve, and she's really, really good on that show. I could see her playing a great Batgirl. Okay, All right. fair so, enough. I'm loving the chat suggestions. Uh, Garth also says Chloe Grace Moretz for a young Batgirl. Mm. I mean, okay. she's she's as good as it gets. So. Great job, chat. Yeah, no, she'd be a good age for Batgirl, actually. She's, like, in her 20s at this point, right? It's so crazy, because when you watch these people, like, I still think of Dakota Fanning as seven years old. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? Abigail Breslin. She's still a little girl. I know, and then I just saw the Zombieland 2, and she's not. 30. (laughs) I I just thought of that, because now we are are getting Birds of Prey, and there is Cassandra Cain in that. So it's like, huh. I mean, obviously we'd go Barbara Gordon, but... Yeah, yeah so there's a lot of stuff that. No, remind without. me again. Cassandra Kane becomes a young Batgirl. Well, she is uh, the daughter of uh, what's the David Kane. Yeah, David Kane, and she is a weapon. She never learns any other sensory abilities, yeah. like to talk. Oh, yeah. It was that 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 run was it back in like early 2000s, like around yeah. No Man's Land, when she was like, oh, yeah, she was, was so She good. came out in the No Man's Land run. Okay, yeah. it was amazing. Okay. One of my favorites. So we have that stuff, but then we have you know Barbara Gordon, which is classic Batgirl. They love throwing is, the, know, uh, the, the, the Kane last name around the Bat Universe these days. Yeah. Like they introduced mm-hmm. Martha Kane on Pennyworth, yeah, uh, in episode three, which yeah. I guess is. I is, forgot is, about David Kane. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. And then there's no Candy Kane it's coming out Christmas time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> boy. You mean are you plugging the candy? Yes. Okay. Oh, not a not that. a film. Not a DC property. No. Probably based a on character. It. I can't no, remember. Really talking about that minty <laughs> peppermint goodness. So you mean the actual sticks that hang off the trees? I am talking about the sticks, sir. Right. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, you're not wrong. They will probably be available in uh, mid-November. Look for candy canes. Maybe in even mid-November. earlier, right after uh, you know Halloween. That's uh, when they come out. Cameron Bailey, who is the co-head and artistic director of the Toronto International Film Festival, praises. Joker as a cinematic achievement on a high level. Wow. Is this guy just trying to promote his film festival, or is there some fire where the smoke is? Justin Copeland, what do you think about this uh, Joaquin Phoenix side pocket universe Joker film? What are your thoughts? I know you must have some. The trailer looks amazing. It's it sort really of does. what we were kind of sort of trying to do with Killing Joke. Uh-huh. Like, what if David Fincher made, you know, directed a Batman right. movie? You know, and that sort of has the feeling to it. I don't know if my man is just trying to bring some heat to this. <laughs> right. But all news is good news if I'm directing. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, look at that. That's a great way to add. Well, yeah. 
uh, going further with his quote, Cameron Bailey said, first of all, it's terrific, so it should play on the largest stage. It's a good first of all. Okay. But it's a really original take on comic book movies and on the Joker character in particular. It's not based on an existing story, which we've heard before. It has one of the greatest actors in modern cinema, Joaquin Phoenix in the lead, and Robert De Niro in it as well. One of the best actors that has ever lived. Mm-hmm. So just kind of confirming things that we already know. I'm so confused about this movie as yeah. in our inner circle I'm hearing incredibly mixed things about this script being not as tight as some people would want and in uh, the public I'm hearing that just because it doesn't pull from any original concept does not mean that it's not an excellent movie. Yeah. Are you concerned about the fact that they are deviating from the comics? No because like in our movies we deviate. You have to. Yeah. When, yeah. It's a different medium. You know, um, mm-hmm. we'll get into Hush a little bit later, but yeah. uh, like with the Killing Joke, everybody lit the world on fire for that movie. And okay, fine, you know, you're, but the comic was the graphic novel wasn't that long. Yeah, so you, yeah. Have to, you have to right. pump it up. You know, we all have our own ideas about how to do that. You yeah, know? but it's got to be different. You're trying to tell a you know a story for the cinema screen. You know, that doesn't bother me. I don't think that they're completely going off script. I think they're taking, you know, who is Joker in essence and then what are his key stories throughout his mm-hmm. history and bringing that to screen in a different way. I don't think it's going to be completely unknown to us. So let me ask you this. Rumor mill. So if you don't want to hear rumors going on, do not pay attention right now. I'm dropping a rumor about the Joker movie. The big rumor right now is about the relationship between the Joker and um, and Thomas Wayne and them possibly being brothers from... Or, or also, there's been the rumor that, that, he's, that his he's his son. Yeah, there's uh, been two. Illegitimate, son. illegitimate son of his is the number one, and then the second one being the. But some brothers. kind of familial connection yeah, familiar. between the Joker. And I don't one. know if I like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I don't okay. know if I like that. I, I want them to be like, you know, their history. Like in Killing Joe, what we wanted to do was everybody can have a bad day. Anybody could have been me. Yeah, I just yeah. had a really horrible day, really horrible week. You know. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I don't like the, you know, like, you wronged me as my father, so now I'm the worst criminal ever. Good point, yeah. I think think people, and we talk about this being a rumor, I think people are just taking the fact that Thomas Wayne is in it. They think that that kid in the trailer where he's making him smile is Bruce, and they're putting two and two together. But I think Thomas Wayne was such an important part of the community. It was just like, okay, so you've got this terrible threat that's in your community, and you've got one of the scions of Gotham. Their stories intertwine, not so much on a familiar level, where it's family, but it's just... Thomas Wayne was always the community of Gotham so here's this terror coming to it it's like I think that's I think people maybe are just stretching a little we've talked about this rumor before and I'm I'm with you Justin like Mm -hmm. as an isolated rumor I do not like the sound of it however I'm really optimistic about this film I I do think it's kind of odd that the only time like a comic book character has ever gotten an Academy Award it was for the Joker so there is an element of it seems like going back to the well and like when they're talking about this film and like contention and like film festivals and stuff like that but Joaquin Phoenix is like one of the five actors right now that I will go see anything or see anything that he's in just because it's always different not just his talent but he makes great choices Mm -hmm. in the films he chooses so um, very very the trailer looks awesome so it does it It really does it does even in the movies that I see him in that I don't like the movie he's still excellent right it's still worth seeing for that reason um, now I guess I, we can talk about some casting rumors as uh, Matt Reeves' Batman film, which some people are resigned to call it The Batman. Okay. I don't know that it's officially been called <laughs> that yet. We'd, we'd like to see that, but um, we have... Uh, so there's some rumors that it's going to be related to Long Halloween. 
Oh, word? Yeah. And that, that there's going to be quite a few villains in the film, um, including some of these rumors include uh, Paul Walter Hauser, uh, who's rumored to be playing the Penguin. Uh, we're also talking about Jamie Foxx and Giancarlo Esposito uh, in, as far as I know, unnamed roles. Mm. Um, but Jamie Foxx certainly um, had an outing in Roxy's favorite Spider-Man film, Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> 2. Big fan, big fan. Uh, John David Washington, Denzel's mm-hmm. kid, who was just in Spike Lee's film last year. And also is in uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, that, right? That's Wash- Denzel's son? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. I know really? he kind of looked... He mean, doesn't look... I mean... It's the eyes. You see the eyes? Yeah, but I, I didn't think he was that old enough to, to oh, have he a, did. I guess... And he's on Ballers, too. But, but he... That Tenet trailer he's in, and I didn't know anything before Tenet, and... Ooh, I still haven't seen the Tenet just, trailer either. There's something about him in the trailer, and, and he doesn't say anything, but I... And this is like... I heard the rumor, like, the day before I saw the trailer, and I was like... I'm watching him like, oh man, I could see this. He, there was just something about him. You could absolutely see why Nolan would cast him because there was something. He had, he had something about his presence without even saying a word. Interestingly enough, John David Washington and uh, and um, you were just ta- Paul Walter Hauser were both in Black Black Landsman. So oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. He, was one of the, uh, he was really funny. He was funny. Yeah, and Paul Walter Hauser also in I Tanya, and most recently I saw him in Cobra Kai. He had a big arc this oh, season. He was great in I Tanya too. No, yeah. the guy is awesome. He's really yeah. excellent. So this would make me excited, uh, and probably make Josh Gad very sad. Um, no, we're still on that. <laughs> what do you think? Josh is still on. What do you think about? And I'm sure he's not going to do it in exact, you know, uh, interpretation of Long Halloween. But what do you think of that as a source material, like as far as making it cinematic? Because not every story works for a film. I think that you should pull always from the comic because that's mm-hmm. where like a lot of these stories get their legs, you know. And that's the reason why we still remember Long Halloween and Hush, right? You know, and Killing Joke for whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You should be pulling from these stories. And in the film, you get to really flesh it out. You have more time, you know, yeah. and more space to really flesh I, it out. I think some people have voiced concern that, like, and, and I don't personally share this concern, but the idea that, like, when we've seen people do too many villains before, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too much. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't want to say it too much because we it, it, it's in Hush. But but you use, you use the characters great as... They're classic villains, but we see them for a scene. Yeah, because right. it's it's Batman's supporting cast. Mm-hmm. They don't need to have full origins. Like that shot of Penguin freeze Two Face. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things in the film. We don't need massive story on them. And I think that's what Matt Reeves is doing with his Batman. He's populating his world with these characters, but we're not going to get more than a scene or two of them. And I think that's phenomenal. Set the world up. Yeah, but I, I also feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in animated, it's. It is a better medium to do that because when you have a live action movie, in order to have these pop ins, you have to have everybody's schedule work at the same okay, time. Yeah, you ha- and you have to make sure that these people not just sound the part, but look the part and are going to be exciting enough. Like, you can't, if you're going to have a no name playing all of these people in a live action movie, then they, they have to, we have to care about them for some reason, which means there has to be a whole scene at least around Great them, point. if not more. But with live action, uh, in animated, you, they can be in all different places, all different schedules, and uh, yeah. right. just sound the part. It's still mm-hmm. horrible, but it's yeah. more <laughs> doable. Uh, I think that, you know, in terms of like, when you think about a narrative, mm-hmm. every character is supposed to make the lead character, whoever the movie's about, stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, and they also jab at that character's weakness. So when you think about Hush, 
yeah. Batman has a weakness, you know. Right. We don't know who you really are, you know, so but you have a personal life, so I'm gonna jab at that. Yeah. In this movie you have to make that work. And if yeah. you if you can do it Using these gigantic stars for four minutes at right. a time. Right, there you go, yeah. You well, know, it's being described as like a noir kind of film, mm. so I imagine this Batman kind of like beating down doors, going to this guy, going to his former uh, opponents, trying to get information for the greater mystery, if you will, that's going on in the film, mm. and it, we'll see him interact with his rogues gallery. Uh, I would imagine the, I hope so. the Joker is probably not going to be. I, I think it's, I'll say this real quick, it's a problem in a movie when... You don't know what the movie, who the movie's about. What villain is it about? Okay, really? yeah. With Hush, we knew who it was really about. Yeah, and he was doing something with the other villains, you know. So I think you know before you even turn it on, right? Absolutely, who the villain is yeah. in that yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so good stuff. So I, I think that's pretty much all of the movie stuff. There's some exciting uh, stuff on the other side of the world in Roxy Stryer's TV time that we'll talk about, and, and then we'll uh, get into our intense. Hush discussion. Tits. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Johnny. Johnny! Johnny used to be one of our follow up co hosts, who's now a big oh. shot uh, wrestling announcer yeah. with WWE. Wow. Over Keep on the East Coast. They brought him up to the show. <laughs> yeah, awesome. They brought him up to the show. He brought, brought up to the show. So there has been a crazy news this week in TV time. The number one thing that everybody is talking about is the fact that Kevin Conroy was announced to come to the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Five Five-part crossover that we'll be getting next season, which what? is the biggest crossover yet. Have you not heard this? No, I have. I'm just <laughs> reacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be playing uh, an older Bruce Wayne in this crossover, which is pretty excellent because yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, he has voiced our Batman for many, many years. He is. Uh, it's got to be. 20-something years. Yeah. Seven yeah. years now by now? 92, right? 92. He always has the longest uh, line at every single convention just yeah. to hear him say So somebody at this table has worked with the guy before. Yeah. And his name Man. is... So, Justin, uh, tell us, when, what projects have you worked with the legend Kevin Conroy? On? I'll try to remember. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a humble brag. Uh, the last... Uh, it's a lot. Man. So, Killing Joke for sure. Yeah, Killing Joke. Batman, Batman and Harley. Harley. Um, uh, it seems like the main guys they go to are Jason, Omar, Mara, yeah. or Kevin. It depends on who's producing the movie, usually. <laughs> yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, a, this little insider. Did thing. you fan out when you first met him? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah! Was he awesome in person? Yes, he's very, he's very much Bruce Wayne. Now, <laughs> who is? And this is kind of bleeding into the stuff I want to talk to you about later. But like, as the director, I know like and- Andrea Romano was really popular as like the voice caster <laughs> of that whole world for yeah. pretty much most of the time up mm-hmm. until she retired recently. But. Um, is it the director who's working with them to get the performances and getting all the takes, or is the voice uh, casting person stay involved it's a after that? Okay. It's a mix. So, like the voice casting people, like they're casting. Like, mm-hmm. listen, here's who we should get for this part. You know, blah blah. blah. But they're you know in step with the executive producer, usually James Tucker. You know, Bruce Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're in lockstep together on who they want to see. And then once all the talent you know is there, we, we go in the booth. Me and my executive producer, uh-huh. you know, James Tucker, whatever. I'm listening to the performance, you know, but I have a storyboard team and we have a direction that we want to go move into. So it's like, they'll do a line and James like, I like that. And I'm like, yeah, but later on, she's going to jump on top of this thing, blah, blah, blah. So it should be more like this and wow. we'll, we'll compromise, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work together. Yeah. 
So you uh, you have pretty much no say in who gets into that booth, but then once they're in there, it's how they deliver. That whole area is extremely high voltage <laughs> in terms of like the actors and stuff like that. Because wow. like you got Warner Brothers, you have DC Comics. They all That's crazy. You know, they're trying yeah. to sell a movie. You know, yeah. I can say like, you know, who would be absolutely amazing in, in this is this person. Just saying, you know. <laughs> and sometimes they might take that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Okay. You know. it, it seems like when these actors get these roles, and maybe it's because it is easier to do voice work. It takes less time. <laughs> they don't leave them. Like Rosario Rosario Dawson has been Wonder Woman for on, on a bunch of uh, yeah. times now, and. Well, even uh, Tara... Are we taking off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a, there were close to an airport. Even Tara Strong was yeah. in... She voiced somebody in Hush, uh, but it's not who she it's used to be. It's not Harley, yeah. yeah. No. She was, she, oh. It was like a she news reporter her? or something. Like, no, no, it was no. like a new, I remember when I was off doing credit, I didn't yeah. realize it was her. It was either like a news we, reporter or... I don't think she I was available the first time we did, mm. uh, and I think we needed somebody else, and she But I always think that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's in freaking everything. Yeah. She's so, so fantastic. Rosario Dawson is amazing. She's a fan. You know, she, like, nerds out. And she loves that character. Her thing is like, Ivan Soto says, I don't really know Conroy. He's the voice of Batman yeah. and Batman the animated Ivan. series and all the Arkham games. Like, he is the definitive voice Let's of Batman. Let's not shame Ivan. I'm shame. sure a lot of people don't. Shame. That's what happens with voiceovers. Shame. Yeah, Tara uh, Reporter. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, so, okay, do you guys think that there's any chance that we see any version of Batman wearing a bat suit in this whole crisis thing? Yes. Um... Uh, what bat suit? You asked if there's a chance. Oh. <laughs> I think there's a chance. But, but you think Kevin Conroy wearing a bat suit? I don't know what I can uh, say. I mean, he's not a young man anymore. I'll just say that. Well, I, 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 I don't know what I can say because I know some. Oh, things you know that, some things uh, of the, on the design aspect because my friend Andy. Okay, hold it in, bro. You get to hold it over the yeah. world forever. But do you know anything about Kevin Conroy? I knew about Kevin Conroy. No, do you know about Kevin ago. Conroy? Like, if he's going to be in a suit or what his role I is? So, yes. Oh, God. I, I, I can't say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to do one trouble. last bit of TV. Wait, wait, wait. Well, first, I want to impress him on another thing. I also heard the rumor that Mark Hamill is going to be the Joker in Crisis. Oh, really? Uh, which would make sense because he's played the trickster on Crisis. It seems like to be everyone at one point. Well, those are the best movies. I imagine. I imagine with a lot of these cameos that they are going to be that cameos. They're sure. going to be really yeah, short yeah. scenes. Guys, don't forget we have five hours. It's five episodes. I know, but I know. there's so many. I don't think they're going to make the major story beats around when, these no, other... No, I completely agree. I'm just saying it's not like we're jamming this all into one episode. Right, but also remember when we had we were all excited for John Wesley Shipp yes. in his suit and we got yeah, a scene. A scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah. I think if the Joker's used, I imagine the Joker being in like a, a, like a prison cell... Um, like maybe you see a little green hair, like not full makeup. I don't think that's but a super tease, bro. Yeah. I think you're gonna see a really shadowy Joker, yeah. but with Mark Hamill doing that voice. I mean, you've got and Brandon Rouse doing Superman. There's yeah. a lot of cool stuff going on in here. Yeah, Burt yeah. Ward. We've talked about also coming back, which is wild. So moving on to the one last bit of TV time news oh. before we uh, talk all things Hush. There was a trailer that dropped this week, guys. Mm-hmm. It was a yeah. Titans trailer for season two Titans. Wow. Um, this trailer was not for me. Really? Really? Uh, are we, oh, we're not, oh, we're not watching, right? No, we're not okay, watching. Okay, we're not watching. No. So, we're talking. so what was it that did Why? not Why? Did, you guys, did you guys all check out the trailer? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure yeah. Did. I didn't see it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> first of all, um, like that ending where you're showing me Deathstroke yeah. and we're panning up. It's very clearly Deathstroke. And then right. we have to add. It's Deathstroke. It's Deathstroke. No, 
No shit. Well, Cheryl. hold on a second. Like, I haven't well, showed her to know who was Kevin Conroy. Yeah. There are people out there they don't know these who Deathstroke is. These are people who have DC Universe. If you're watching the show, True. if you're watching this, you have DC Universe. I, you gotta, you gotta. But, but fine. But then those people don't need to know who it is. It wasn't relevant to, to the yeah, trailer. Even if it's a mystery, I think it's even. You're, it's you're cool. nitpicking rocks. Uh, no, you're and stretching. then Beast Boy being like, "Boo, bitch," and I was like, "Wait, what?" Well, I will say. Um, you had uh, 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 the the Superboy, like the, the Young Justice, Connor, Connor and, yeah. and Crypto. He looked exactly like yeah, like on Young Justice Outsiders. Yeah. I think I'm I am just such a super fan of Doom Patrol that now going back to seeing these Titans characters, I was like, wow, give me more Doom Patrol. Oh, really? Uh, see, I am I am uh, I'm, I'm all re- I, Doom Patrol was so great and esoteric, but I'm ready. And after Swamp Thing, which I loved, yeah, um, I'm ready for like a Rock'em Sock'em superhero show. I, and you know what they didn't show? What's up? Was Dick Grayson in a costume? Right, and that's the big talk. Uh, I, I, he's got to be Nightwing this season. He's got to get in that. Got to be. Like, he earned I mean, his Robin costume. Like I, I went and bought. I, I have DC Universe, but I actually bought the Blu-ray of Titans wow. to watch it again. I bought it. Wow. Because I, 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 that's who I am. He said, take you my money. Physical yeah. media Because yeah. they have a lot of special features. I want to see that. That's the but one watch. thing about physical media. Yeah. yeah so I went and I watched it again, and I really like it. And But they're saying, this trailer, they're leaning into the Doom Patrol-y comic bookness of it. I mean, there's Titans Tower. There's the team together. Aqualad's in a suit. Yeah, uh, they had full Aqualad. Yeah, there's so a like, lot. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's uh, for and, me. It's for me. Titans is for me. And I also did want to just throw in, I said I would watch Pennyworth, and I've watched the first three episodes of Pennyworth, and I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Like I it. will say, if it's created by Bruno Heller, who did Rome and who did Gotham, yep. if you didn't like Gotham, um, you it has nothing to do with Pennyworth. The yeah, tone is completely oh, yeah. different, and it is hard R. Yeah. What They're, if I did oh, like wow. Gotham? If you did like Gotham... You need to get your head examined, and then you say, "No, no, 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 no." I'm saying you, you absolutely, you still will like Pennyworth because my dad loves Gotham, and I think he'd love Pennyworth too because it's. You know what I like about Pennyworth? Like, yeah, you have uh, Thomas Wayne, but it's not. They're not winking too much like DC stuff at you. It's really built into this world, uh, and Alfred is a badass, but he's also has the kindness of Alfred, and it deals with like uh, you know post traumatic stress disorder. I'll say this. I'll ask you this question as a fan of that show. Okay. When what I look show? Of, uh, Pennyworth? Sorry, of Pennyworth. Okay. Okay. When I look at the trailer, it doesn't seem enough DC to me. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Like, okay. it's too far away. It might be too far away yeah. that it's, but as just as a show on its own. Right. See, I almost thought with Gotham, it was like too much. You're giving me well, like, yeah. I need everything to, okay. It's yeah. all, you know what I mean? It was, so I think this is probably the opposite of that. Right. But it is. Um, you know, it is. Uh, it does feel pulpy. It almost reminds me of like Agent Carter esque in kind yeah. of a way, just because of how it's like a period piece. Okay, um, but Good it does analogy. have an episodic quality, and I think you can watch the first three episodes for free, uh, depending on your cable provider. Like they're on demand because I don't have Epix currently, mm-hmm. and they're there. So I will say, please check it out. And I'm curious. Uh, I'll, wait the, I'll wait for the Blu-ray. Is the series epic? <laughs> It's epics. Oh, they all. Uh, oh, yes. God. Yeah. You know what I did? My head. See what My, I, did I got there? it. You guys got it. what I did? Yeah. Josh Herrera is loving he liked it. the Thomas. I like the. Yeah, Thomas Wayne is is a great character on the show, and he's a really. You know what the chat's ready for? What's that? They're ready for some hush. hush. Let's do it. Hush. Yeah. Talk that movie with the director. Hush. <laughs> Okay. All your questions. Get it to us now. All right. <laughs> Justin Copeland. Yes, sir. 
Um, so this is your directorial debut. Yeah. Um, and can you just briefly tell us what you did as like the head of story on like myriad uh, animated films before this, and how you got involved with the whole Warner Brothers crew? Sure. Yeah. So I was at Marvel for like five years, and then I left. And uh, what side? Uh, the animation side. Okay. The distinguished yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah. Distinguished competition, yes. <laughs> if you want to call it that. Yeah. We all need each other. Um, <laughs> so I left that and uh, hit up Sam Liu, who was one of the right. directors on all of these. Uh, and, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I want to board you know, for you on the movies. Uh, I like features. So he's like, come on over, man. And uh, my first movie was uh, Killing Joke. That was the first movie I boarded on. Uh-huh. I turned in my boards. They were like, man, uh, Bruce Tim really likes your work. you know. And I was like, really great. Went right to my producer and was like, <laughs> I want to direct. That's the goal. Uh-huh. you know. Uh, I want to strike while Bruce still likes me for yeah. now. Were you nervous uh-huh. to say that, though? Because no, heck no. It's a, it's a little ballsy. You have to have the audacious what? in this business. You know? Shoot right. your shot. You got to shoot your yeah, shot, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah come it on was, yeah, It definitely was. But yeah. I wouldn't have taken it if he was like... You know, I didn't want to give them. Well, you were good in this, and then you were kind of okay, and then I, when they like me, yeah. then I want to go for it. Take that shot, yeah. yeah. So I went to them, and then Sam was like, "All right, man," but that means I'm the, I'm going to be the hardest on you. So he basically took me under his wing. I did a few more uh, movies. Um, the Teen Titans one. Sorry, guys. I have no. You go trillions of no. I was looking, yeah. looking <laughs> up your, your resume. It's like this is insane. The Judas contract. Judas contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did Judas contract. I really helped him out a lot on that. You know, um, to like bring that thing to con- mm-hmm. to completion. So he was like, all right, next movie, Gotham by Gaslight. I want to make you my sort of head of story. Uh-huh. Uh And that was that's my favorite movie. And, and as head okay. of story, just like talk about like what that means because so, obviously we know that the comic exists. Yeah, we're making a movie of it. What is head, head, of, head of story? Is not like I wrote the script. It's right. I get the script, uh, and I'm responsible, you know, to help bring all the storyboards in on time to get all the notes done to get all the notes out there. And to work with our storyboard team, so that my, you know, the director. Can Would it focus. be similar to like a, a showrunner on a show? No, like, no, no. Okay. it's not. It's not similar to that. I, I basically just wrangle a bunch of storyboard artists, and I can also hire. You okay, know, like, hey, we need this guy on this and this guy, blah blah blah. So, storyboard artists for people that aren't familiar is pretty much like it's like going back to comics, yeah. essentially. But yeah. like, so it's each scene or a few panels from a scene. Yeah, you're visualizing the script. Yeah, you know, it's the first visualization. You know, like this is going to cut to here, cut to here, cut to here. You're also doing the timing, like. This is how long the movie is going to be. Wow. Uh, so then they take the storyboards, and overseas, where we get them animated, they'll, the layout artists will look at the storyboards and say, all right, each shot should be laid out like this, draw the background, the character here, blah, blah, blah. So I'm responsible for that storyboard. And I did that for about six movies, you know, mm-hmm. Superman, Rain, Superman, all those. Uh, and then James Tucker brought me into Amy McKenna's office and was like, you want Hush? And I was like, heck yeah, wait, what? What's this? You know? So, so yeah. what, what brought... Uh, it seems like they're kind of knocking them all down because uh, I'm actually on one of those like Warner Brothers things where like they ask you questions and you yeah. give them feedback and everything like that. And I saw and like this a pr- focus group type thing. Yes. Yeah. And the other day it was really DC focused, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Which of these stories would you like to see?" Like these graphic oh. novels. So it seems like they're taking the big ones and kind of just going down. So do you know how Hush came about or who who makes that call that you're going to do know. Hush? It's it's definitely DC. I'll okay. tell you that. You know, and they they work. You know. Hand in hand with Warner Brothers, you know, but they don't. I don't know the magic formula <laughs> sauce that they use. They just tell us like, "Hey, we want to do this next," and we're like, yeah. "What? We're, we're like, we're fans." <laughs> so we're like, "Heck yeah, who's going to do that?" You know, right, uh, right. So with this, when this finally came down, I couldn't believe it. Anymore. It seems like that a Hush and Red Sun were the two yeah. big like. Because I've been asking for Hush. We talked about this on the show for yeah, four years now, and I've always yeah. been like, "Hush, I want Hush, I want Hush." Yeah. Uh, and do you ever find? 
because it seems like when they're doing like what is it like three a year most of the time sometimes four yeah but always two of them are in like the New 52. New 52, which is old, but now you've kind of transitioned that. Yeah. They're always sitting in that universe, same at voice cast, same mm-hmm. style. And they would do, like, one random one. Yeah. Uh, was there always talk that Hush was going to be in this? Or was it going to be a separate... I think that that was sort of, you know, one of the... I don't really know for 100% gotcha. sure, you know. Uh, but I think, you know, that's the problem with Hush. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gigantic. It's a huge rogues gallery. Uh, right. There's... Translating it into film or onto the screen, yeah. it's like it's pretty difficult. But at the same time, we have our own sort of universe, right? So right. How right. in the hell do you make that you work know, out? You know, and that's what we're talking about. I, yeah. Were you talking more about do you want to, how we got to this point, or can we talk about the story now? Well, I just because I, 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 I wanted that, that point is fantastic. Well, Spoil- I think spoilers for people too. Oh, we won't sorry, be getting into oh yeah, we'll get into spoilers just spoilers. so everybody knows. And also, tons right now. I'm gathering tons of questions from this live chat right. right now that they are dying to ask you. So who who is it that decides like? How the rematching is going to be done? Is that for the director team. or no? No, okay. thank God, <laughs> thank God, because that's tough. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, you have to imagine DC wants to see certain things. Warner Brothers wants to see certain things, mm-hmm. uh, and it's my job to make all those things happen. But if I if I'm like, look, guys, this isn't working the way that you thought, you know, uh, right. or James Tucker, you know, uh, who you saw in that picture on the right, he actually takes a lot of that before I even see it. Uh-huh. You know, like, I changed it, I made it to this, blah, blah, blah. And then when I get down to the nitty-gritty, he's handled a lot of issues with the script. Yeah. But then I can go to him and be like, dude, this part ain't working. <laughs> can we please, you know? Do like, you have oh. an example of right. something like that? I don't. I don't. Uh, like I said, I, I finished this movie almost two years ago. Wow! Finished that's it. crazy. Yeah, so... Gosh. It was a long and that's time. probably around the, maybe around the time we thought it might be coming. And when you, say, when you say finish, you mean, like, animation all locked yeah. and stuff? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. And so why does it take two years to Well, release? not animation all lock when I sent it off, when we sent okay. it overseas. It's so a, there's films right now that are not coming out for a couple of years that are done, that have not been announced. Yeah. That have not even been announced. Yeah, wow. Been, because they, they, they have to plan it out right. You know, yeah. like, there's a lot of things going on in the universe. Sure. You know, so they want to plan it out correctly. Yeah. I want to get to some of these fan questions. Yeah, go we ahead. the best fans ever. DC Movie News, you guys rock. Uh, okay, this is a question that a lot of people have been asking. Ivan Soto says, can you ask Justin if he was worried about changing Hush's identity? Heck no, because, like, that's the problem. Like, everybody knows the book, right? That's the thing. Everybody yeah. knows the book. So, you, if we would have kept it like the book, everybody on this feed would be like, you guys so You have no imagination. There it is. Couldn't have made it different, blah, 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 blah. So we wanted that surprise to be in there, you know, when I thought they did a fantastic job. Uh, and and that's something yeah, we, we were talking like I I know that book inside and out right so and I did not know the spoilers so to see what was going to happen yeah that to me is wonderful because it's like you don't want I, there the book's there you don't need the exact yeah. translation of it you want something different and you have what eighty minutes yep. to put twelve issues into yeah. A lot of people asking about live action. This question coming from Dan the Man who says, Mr. Justin Copeland, <laughs> would you be on board with a live action Hush? Uh, and more specifically, played by Matt Damon. I don't know why, but with Matt that Damon. Was, oh, as the, the, as the villain? I yeah. don't know. Uh, what do you think about a live action Hush? Was that like with the Ben Affleck? That Matt was the Ben Affleck. Yeah, 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 there was yeah, always talk about yeah. you know, Matt, Matt Damon and Hush. What do you think about live action? Because people have talked about if they could make this into a live action movie before. I, I all, my thing is, like, what are you saying different? You know, like, yeah. why does it need to be live action? I like the character. I like the mm. his, his soda. <laughs> I like the oh, villain. that's what that is. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Soda's loud. I like the Good villain. Much. If you you want to make the villain a character, right. you know, in a future Batman film, but I don't know if this story needs to be retold again. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be cool when you want to reach a broader but audience. It's like, but it's like, like you, t- like the whole Batman, Selena, and Bruce, that stuff was phenomenal, phenomenal. I think, in this film. And it's like, and we don't get that in the book because we have the history of yeah. them forever. But you, I mean, just that montage of them when they, and then yeah. there's the, the cut scenes, and then it's them fighting together. It's yeah. like that stuff we don't get from the book. So I, for me as a fan, it was so much more that. You know, I have the book, and, and now I have the movie. I think one of the things James and I talked about, number one, was, like, this is the most theatrical of, of the movies that we've done in yeah. a long time. Uh, so, like, making it big for the screen, you know, <laughs> that was one thing. And then also Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. You know, that's a relationship. And the line gets a little fuzzy, you know. Like, right. is he is he more Batman or is he more Bruce, you know. Right. Uh, and kind of weighing those things. And when he is dating somebody who also has another persona. Yeah. It becomes even more interesting. So that's one of the things we wanted to try to focus on. That makes sense. Yeah, because thinking about the universe you're in now, there is Damien, which wasn't yeah. in that book. There was right. no Damien. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite back scenes. in 2000. Yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. talked about youth Damien protection. Is great in this yeah. movie. I agree. Like that, the Batgirl, which takes over kind of the Huntress yeah. mm-hmm. role. It's yeah. like you're taking everything that's been before you and doing it to your hush, but in your world. So yeah. was, and what's cool about that Batgirl, I was going to say, is we were talking about that really popular costume redesign yeah. that was done in like 2014 and you get, and I don't know that we've seen that version of Batgirl in anything yet have we? The, the Turtles Batman was yeah, in Turtles, Batman. Oh, but that's, I did that's not it. see but that but that's Separate. separate, it's not from separate, this. Separate, yeah. So, but I did not see. So they used the Batgirl that kind of looked yes, like that. that I think that. everybody kind of agrees that's the new Batgirl. She's the best. She's yeah, the best. people love that. Um, I also want to talk about. So the the, the comic storyline famously opens with like a really muted out Killer Croc, yeah. and in this version we get Bane. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any insight as to why? Like, it I seems don't know like why one they. One. I don't know why they switched it. I think that might have been a James uh, thing. We just felt like Bane would have been more interesting. You know? Yeah, uh, and are you? Happy that they chose yeah. Bane then? Yep. Yep. I like it. Uh, it made me reread um, uh, Nightfall Part 11 on DC <laughs> Universe. <laughs> that actual one. Yeah. Uh, Nightfall is one of my favorite arcs of all time. And then I, I forgot that that whole showdown happens like at Bruce's house. Did you remember mm. that? Like when he fights. It's been so long yeah. since. Yeah. So when he breaks the bat, like Bane shows up and Bruce Wayne is wearing the bat costume and this really funny like robe. <laughs> and he's like, and he's just so busted because he's just been fighting everybody for days. And then Bane shows up at his house and it does not go well. Uh, <laughs> If you haven't read that, and, and Croc was used, I want to say it was Batman versus Robin or Batman at the beginning of it, like yeah. a pre teaser as uh, well. He okay. fought Croc and he cut his tail off. So we've seen that before, like a pre teaser. So like Bane was great. It made more sense that Bane is trying to get money. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. motives. I yeah, agree with the that. Was like, yeah. Tons more questions from the oh, yeah. chat. Holy crap! Uh, the comics <laughs> defender says, and this is a question for some, maybe some newer DC fans: Should I read the book or watch the animated movie? First? I think you should read the book first. Okay, how Wow! Yeah, nope. you should read the book first. Why do you say that? Strong, um, strong choice. Because I think that the change is so different, yeah. you know, that it will probably water down the book. And I would rather okay. get the book okay. fully for what it is. Mm-hmm. And then, because the movie doesn't ruin the book for me. No, not at yeah, all. The movie, you know, uh, but I think if you go opposite, opposite it, it could be, yeah, because yeah. I think like, there is no point. Jason Todd, yeah, in the DC universe. So, you, but the way that you use the Clayface, yeah, oh still God, to do the reveal, right. that whole, that's and the, that use of Jason Todd is before. 
they even do the Red Hood thing. Yeah, so yeah. they Jason do Todd imply in the book that his grave is empty, and that's like so they kind of plant the seed. But you for bring that. the Lazarus Pit into it, yeah, and you can't use Talia as the head it was of Lex Corp. Difficult, yeah. 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 See, there's so many pieces. I look at the board, and people were asking me because I didn't want to spoil it for them, but they're like, Mike, I'm hearing so many different things between the book and this. Am I not gonna like it? I say, guys, think of it like Civil War for the MCU film. Yeah. It took the essential of what was the comic, but there was no way they could do the do comics all. Civil yeah. War on the big screen. So you guys were able to craft your story. Yeah. The, the through line is there of Hush yeah. and just make it your Respect own. Respect to Ernie Altbacher who wrote the movie. It's he insane. Is. Like yeah. how he was able to take what's yeah. already established, yeah. but the other book and say, okay, this can work with this. And it, yeah. it's we got amazing. a super fan. <laughs> I'm a huge uh, fan of Hush. Senior Nerd says, what panel from the Hush graphic novel were you eagerly wanting to adapt into the movie? I got that question when I was down at Comic Con as well. When I started on you know, boarding the movie mm-hmm. out. I really, I know this book intimately because I was trying to break into comics when the book came out. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was inhaling it. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't really use the book because I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to me, it's like the script is there. You want to make the shot strong for what you know the shot is, mm-hmm. rather than saying like I want to use that panel and then this panel, whatever, blah blah blah. We just try to make tell the best story possible with the medium that we were using. The only one, I would, with the exception to the kiss, you know. Uh, yeah, you wanted yeah. that. To- yeah, I wanted that to. Have. Just thinking back to it, I think the three scenes with the montage versus Two Face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze and Penguin. Those yeah. are like, you could use those as wallpapers right. on your computer. They're beautiful. Those are, are phenomenal. Like, you guys created, which were great panels. Yeah, that's Phil Barasa drew that. Drew yeah, those are awesome. Can you talk about that um, visual style? We've dealt with this before when, yeah. like, a book has a really specific style. Like, mm-hmm. Jim Lee's art is Jim Lee. Like, this exists. Uh-huh. This book exists for, like, gorgeous Jim Lee art. When they yeah. did Dark Knight, it looks kind of like Frank Miller art. And then you look back and you're like, it looks nothing like it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, because they're like, no, we couldn't do Frank because there's so many there's lines so yeah, you, you can't do possibly it. do that. Yeah. So what did you take from Jim Lee's art? And you said like Jim Lee was obviously even involved because he's like... I think he helped with the poster. Uh, and that was, and then, you know, I think he was rooting it on the whole time. Oh, sure. Um, but in terms of the look, that's all Phil Barasa. You know, he's like... Yeah. Animation is different. We can't do Jim Lee. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. impossible. You know, it's just, it would take like six years to do one panel. <laughs> like, 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 worth it. Like Darwin Cook's, <laughs> Darwin Cook's translates Darwin well Cook is more, to you know, animated because his style is there. And right. Bruce right. worked together for so long. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it, his he was an animated an animation dude that went to comics. So, yeah, you, you know got that. I mean? But Jim Lee, it's, it's yeah, yeah. You want to try to get the best look that's easily repeatable a million times, right? You know, so. I, Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, there's a question. I just have something. Tons of questions about what you're doing in the future and moving forward. Yeah. Uh, but sticking on, uh, they're asking a ton about live action. If you have any interest in this, AH1988 says, if you they let you do a live action DC film, what would you do? It would definitely no. be No Man's Land. That if, I, oh. if I had carte blanche, like, you can do whatever you want. I want to tell the No Man's Land story from the angle of Cassandra Kane. I would love that. Would be wow. You'd rather do that in a live That's action massive. movie? Yeah, heck yeah. Okay. I, would, I, would rather, I would rather do it. No, I'm saying, like, if I got a live action, they say yeah, yeah. you can yeah. point your finger to You got the yeah, sandbox, anything. go for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Let me ask you this, because this is kind of uh, a thing that it's not. And then we'll talk me. about my future. After oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't no, want to no. get that to the end. Okay. No. <laughs> the design, speaking of the character Batman, yeah. you guys change it. Was that your choice? Because. For me, we've talked about this, that early design was always like the belt didn't really, and this is so. You're talking about the new Fifty Two animated films. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about. Oh, I want to talk about chin strap versus no chin guard. Yeah, yeah, the because whole suit. You like, get a scene with the chin guard, and then he gets a new scene. He gets a new suit and the in this belt. Film. Looked kind of didn't look like it could hold stuff, and he had those 
like they look like butter knife ears, and that's what they've had for so long. But you guys got the classic suit, like from was Hush. that? Yeah. So where did, how did that come up? The book. Okay. Yeah. So and if you guys aren't familiar, this is a Batman with a blue cape and cowl, blue and gray, and and a bat symbol with no yellow, and a pouch belt, and a pouch belt, and and, and they and and they kind of start in the first scene with the old suit. He's got yeah. the old suit. By old suit, we mean like what he uses with New Fifty with that horrible chin strap on his head, <laughs> which makes no sense. And then like they yeah. actually give him a new Tell suit. Tell the chin, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I get it. We got, I get but it. When you have a strong chin like Bruce Wayne, you put that out there. <laughs> you got to. Um, so that was really cool. And also, what have we seen a yellow target on in live action since Batman Returns? Like it there seems was, like yellow target went out of. There fashion. was one yeah. when whichever one you guys um, would know more than I did. Dick Grayson <laughs> took over the suit in one of the. Oh uh, yeah, it, it was a bad blood. But that's a comic yeah. though. I'm no, saying no, no, in the oh, anime, okay, in the anime okay. he wore it, and that separated his Batman yeah. from Bruce's Batman. The yellow target, and they made him a little thinner. Yeah, but this to, so for as a fan to see the change from that old suit to this new thing, now, I hope this I is the suit going forward. I don't forward. think that it, I'm just. Oh thinking, come on! It, I think that it's because of the comic, right? You know, okay. We have to, and he says, you know, like this one has a little bit more padding. Come on, you got to keep that. Uh, you gotta it's beautiful. It was fun. You got to keep it. It looks that. great. Yeah. And he was Catwoman, the, bl- the blue and gray with I, her black. You guys are being super nerds and nerding out, but we got to get to these fan questions because right. we love them so much. A lot of people asking about Jennifer Morrison. I'm working with her, so especially Ivan in the chat wants to know. First of all, she plays Catwoman in the film. She's yes. from Chicago, so we meet. I'm from Chicago, okay. so we meet to hit it off. Uh, great, fantastic, my favorite Catwoman ever. Favorite, she was great. Yeah. Uh, we were lucky to have her. Easy to work with. I don't think she'd done animation before. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and she came in and just destroyed it. I was like, I am a fan forever. Do you think you're going to work with her again in the I future? I don't know. I, I don't know. There's okay. a great, like, a, like a underlying sexiness to her voice, and, and yes. yeah, her and Jason and, work well together. She's got like this, I don't know, husky is that the word? Yeah. But she's got yeah. this very tough, you know, yeah. voice. Yeah. But there's so much emotion in what she's saying, yeah. you know, and she nailed it. AH wants to know if DC asked you to come up with a new original character, what you would come up with. Have you ever thought about would, this? Oh. Yes and no. I'm not going to say it in front of the whole world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too smart for that. Yeah. But has that ever been a, a question where they've asked you to... Heck no, I wish. <laughs> but it, it is something, you know, Hollywood is weird, you know. Uh, yeah. You... you if you have that power to do that, then you do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Yeah, I mean, famously, Harley Quinn was an animated yeah. character, right? Like, yeah. And she made her way not into just the comics, but now is headlining her own film. Yeah. So, uh, like, I guess you're right. It's hard to get it in there, but if you can get it into there and yeah. get but it into I, the I don't necessarily know that I want to, like, take something that could be potentially worth whatever, you know, yeah. and say, here, guys, have a... You're a billion-dollar conglomerate. Have more right. money. You know, take take that property and just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to No Man's Land, because I'm interested in this, do you have dream casting, or how do you feel about oh, Robert no. Pattinson? Yeah. I like Robert Pattinson. Sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm a filmmaker. Okay. And as a film director, yeah. I see that dude as a very, uh, is an incredible actor uh, who can do... You want to be able to get on set and say, like, all right, let's have a conversation about, like, your choices or whatever. I'm going to choose to do this. And they nail it. You want to be able to get on set and, and not have to worry about your right flank. I want to worry about the thing that's going that's the real problem, you know. And when you can get a superstar actor like that, which I think he is, you are lucky. So in your dream, no man's land movie, I would use him. I'd use <laughs> that's him. Great. Yeah, I know a lot of fans were like beating the hell out of him when it first came we out. We all but love. We love. But him. in, I, I like in, in like three years, when he comes out and nails the role, then they'll be championing him. You like, can't think the, about yeah. the teenage films that he made. He's yeah, yeah, way yeah. better yeah. than those films. Uh, let's go back to the future question because I, people future? wanted to yes. know. Yes. So, so before all this, you do have uh, your second 
DC film that you directed, yeah. uh, and that is uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines, which I think just got announced. They, they dropped the trailer. Trailer, the trailer is yeah. dropped. We can't show it to you, but you can go see the trailer right now. Can you just tell us a little bit about what is covered in that story? And that uh, is Rosario Rosario Dawson. Yeah, right? that's her. She carries yeah. that movie. Um, <laughs> it's basically it's based on you know it, we pulled from the Swan Song series. Uh-huh. Uh, of Wonder Woman books, which were pretty good. I read a bunch of them when I was working on it. Um, I can't tell you too much, but it was a blast. I think you guys will like it. It was a really hard movie to make. Yeah. Uh, and that was the last... As soon as we wrapped up Boris, I was gone. I was on to my next project. It was more challenging than Hush? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Hush was Batman's universe. So, you yeah. know, designs, all the stuff. We didn't have to really come up with a lot of stuff, you know. But for this, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have you come back when it comes back yeah, out. Yeah. And we can talk about it more. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and then there's another really, really exciting project. Are you allowed to talk about that one? Yeah, it's on IMDb. Yeah, so it's, it was announced. Yeah, okay. you're talking about Invincible? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, my brother and I show run, uh, show ran Invincible. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, which is uh, based on uh, Robert Kirkman's. And how many? Yeah, that comic. thing. Uh, how, uh, at least a hundred issues, right? I mean, it's a hundred and there's massive volumes of that thing. Twenty. Are you expecting it to run the way that The Walking Dead has, which is on its like, ninth season or something? Hell, that would be amazing. There you go. What is, uh, <laughs> can you briefly just say what is the elevator pitch for uh, Invincible? For anyone uh, that's he's, not familiar, he's a teenage superhero who's finding his powers, and he's the son of a, the most famous superhero ever, mm-hmm. who turns out to not be as <laughs> much of a sweetheart. Right, right. As you think he is, and this is going to be on Amazon. It's going to be on Amazon. What? I don't know when. I mean, the the show is dynamic, huge, humongous. But the the boys has just been is been getting huge response. Yeah. It's yeah. one of Amazon's yeah. most successful original series. This is very much in line with yeah. that sort of flavor. The violence, the superhero, the powers, all this stuff. So very exciting stuff, <laughs> yeah. man. Thank you so much Thank for yeah. for coming in. Absolutely. Did you guys have anything else? There's tons of questions in the chat, but we don't have time for them, unfortunately. But I do think that they can probably reach out to you on social media to try to yes, ask. Yes, uh, adjust the on Instagram uh, and then my Facebook page is my name I believe that's it what's up with your lack of Twitter and my Twitter is at JustDog as well. So. Oh, there you go. I couldn't find it. That's why. Uh, and Mike Kalinowski, what do you got going on? Uh, Where can people find you? At Mike Kalinowski. Twitter and Instagram, out that way. Roxy Stryer. I didn't introduce you before. I'll introduce her again. The crown jewel of DC Movie News. <laughs> Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Uh, as we said, our former uh, former partner, Johnny LaQuasto, at Quasto. I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler. And thank you so much for hanging out with us and Justin Copeland. Justin, thank you yes, so much, thank man. You. Thank you. So cool. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.